And now, to complete the Patriots' undefeated season against the Giants in the Meadowlands, where Belichick had made a name for himself by winning his first two Super Bowl rings as defensive coordinator for Bill Parcells, would be perfect. He loved his 12 years with the Giants organization and had too much respect for Coach Tom Coughlin, they worked together for three years with the Giants, to consider running up the score. He just wanted to win the game. Coughlin decided he was going to go all out to beat the Patriots to try to create momentum going into the playoffs after an up-and-down season. It was a questionable maneuver. New York was already locked into the number five playoff seed and couldn't afford any more injuries. The risk, Coughlin decided, was worth the reward. That was good news for the Manning precinct in Indianapolis. The outcome of this game meant little to the Colts, but Brady's stats meant everything to Peyton Manning. He called his younger brother and asked him to relay a message to the defensive leaders. If the Patriots were going to get into the end zone, he would sure appreciate it if it happened on the ground. No touchdown passes, please. He said it jokingly, but maybe a little serious in the mix, Eli Manning said. I thought I would pass it on to Antonio Pierce. It was no joke. Anytime players say statistics are just numbers and they don't pay attention, they're not telling the truth. Manning might have been funny as guest host on Saturday Night Live and a tremendous pitch man in all those television commercials, but he has an ego, a big ego. Manning wanted that touchdown record to be enduring, just as Dan Marino did when he threw 48 back in 1984, shattering the old record of 36 set by Y.A. Tittle, which had stood since 1963. At least Marino's record lasted 20 years. Manning's was on the verge of being wiped out after just three. Pierce, the Giants' middle linebacker, had created headlines that week by saying that Brady walks around like he's Prince Charles, like he's the golden boy, and complaining that Brady seemed indignant any time a defensive player managed to lay hands on him. The Giants did not like Brady. They wanted to knock him around. They were happy to give it their best shot to do Eli's big brother a favor. Eli walked over to Pierce in the locker room to relay the message from Peyton. Hey, you know, if you guys can do whatever you can to not let him break the record, that'd be great, Eli said. It would be nice if the defense can go out there and not give up any touchdown passes. Brady had thrown 48 touchdowns but that was against the rest of the league. Pierce did not want him breaking the record against the Giants. Eli Manning is hard to read sometimes, even for his teammates. You think the guy is joking, but then you look at his face, Pierce said. He was serious about that. Then Pierce laughed. There might have been a little bit of an incentive for us to try and stop Tom Brady from getting that record, he said. The Giants' defensive players went out to dinner every Monday and Friday night. Pierce told Eli to inform Peyton that if the Giants prevented Brady from breaking the record, they expected a parting gift. He had it all planned out. He would round up the crew for a night in Manhattan with dinner at Del Frisco's, one of the best steakhouses in New York. Pierce got the word to Peyton that if the Giants came through, he would be expected to pick up the check. The night before the game, at the Hilton Hasbrook Heights, the Patriots team hotel in New Jersey, five miles north of Giant Stadium, 
Backup quarterback Matt Castle was being prepared by the New England offensive coaches to come into the game in relief of Brady, but he knew he wouldn't get in until the Patriots were comfortably ahead to secure the undefeated season and Brady had set the touchdown record. Based on how the season had gone, that figured to be sometime in the third quarter. They were talking to me like, what are your favorite passes on the call sheet? Castle said. I'm like, okay, I'm going to get in there and rock and roll. Then it became a tight game, and there wasn't even a question on the sideline. Those guys weren't coming out of the game. Brady definitely wasn't taken out of the game. The next thing I know, the fourth quarter rolls around and Brady has taken a knee and we just went 16-0. I was like, okay, well, maybe next year. He wasn't trying to jinx his friend, but Castle did get his chance in 2008 when Brady tore his ACL in the first game.